Welcome to the Shortcuts to Public Speaking Success podcast from award-winning speaker Shola Kay. This is the audio version of Shola's weekly video blog. Be sure to visit sholakay.com blog where you'll find loads of video tips with helpful written summaries. Thanks for listening. Hi, it's Shola here from Speak Up Like a Diva and today I'm in sunny Mallorca in uh, an island off the coast of Spain and I'm here doing a little bit of a fitness holiday and celebrating my birthday and uh, you can't see much of Mallorca from here, you can see a reflection of some trees in a window so I could really be anywhere in the world but believe me I am in Mallorca, it's the truth. And um, yes, Shola here, I'm a public speaking coach and a professional speaker based in London. And what I want to talk about today is a bit of a hot topic in the speaking world and the business world really, which is storytelling. And I want to come at it from a slightly different perspective because um, a lot of articles and, uh, you know, sort of uh, pieces about storytelling tend to talk about uh, the power of stories and they tend to talk about uh, how you can use stories to build your business. And what I want to talk about today is is, is partly that, but also um, I want to sort of interface that a little bit with the fact that there are a lot of people out there who aren't telling their stories and aren't using a really powerful um, piece of uh, equipment, if you like, that they could use to, to build their business and to share who they are and get more clients and speaking opportunities. And um, one of the things that made me, um, you know, inspired me to talk about this today was um, that next month I've got a couple of keynote speeches and both of them, in in both, the people who are organising the talks specifically wanted me to share my story. Now, one of the talks came through a speaker bureau and the other one came through, uh, just through an inquiry on my website. And uh, I'm... Like a lot of people, you know, I'm not, I don't want to necessarily leave with my story. And um, I feel that as a coach, I've got a lot of tools that I can share with my audiences. And I also like my talks to be very interactive. And so with the inquiry that came via the web, we jumped on a call to see if I was the right speaker for them. And um, I could tell that the, the lady who was sort of interviewing me for her um, uh, a, a sort of big event that she's got in the Midlands, which is a couple of hours north from where I live in the UK. Um, I could tell that she wanted me to, she was saying, well, you know, we want to hear somebody come and speak for 45 minutes about their story. And I was thinking, well, 45 minutes on my story? That sounds really boring. So I kept saying to her, well, I could run this exercise with the audience, or I'm very interactive, I could run that exercise, we could do um, this activity. And she kept bringing it back to the story. And I could tell that when we rang off the phone, she wasn't quite convinced that I was the right speaker. And I wanted to do the event, it sounds like a really fun event. And um, so I, I sat down at my computer and I thought, well, what is it that it sounds like she's looking for? And the conclusion was she really did want, you know, like the real like grist of the, the story. She wanted me to kind of go into the detail. And, and um, so I sat down at, at the computer and I wrote an email to her assistant and I said, well, um, I get the feeling that what you really want is someone who's going to come and tell some personal stories. You're less interested in the activity and more interested in, you know, the, the, the juice, as it were. And I wrote a couple of paragraphs, and we've got the dustbin men here with the, the beeping at the moment. hope you can still hear me. But um, I wrote a couple of paragraphs saying, well, I could talk about this. This happened in my childhood. I was fostered. 
which led me to believe um, or to feel that I was a bit different than most people, which led me to be a bit more perhaps withdrawn, lacking in confidence. Um, and then also I talked about my um, experience in the working world where I was an account director and um, I wasn't speaking up in meetings because I didn't have confidence and ended up being let go from that job. So I wrote those, those paragraphs down, sent the email off, and then you know, within 24 hours they'd come back and say, yeah, this is exactly what we want. You're hired, right? And I thought, wow, you know, the power of people's personal stories. And that this is partly what prompted me to, to make this video today. Because um, on my travels, you know, when I'm working with people or running workshops or, you know, even speaking to other um, workshop leaders and trainers like myself, I hear all sorts of um, sort of theories and, and perspectives on storytelling. And I hear people say quite often, oh, no one wants to hear my story, or oh, you know, I don't, I don't agree with all these people that tell their personal stories. I don't think it's necessary. And the funny thing is, more often than not, when somebody has that attitude towards storytelling, or indeed if we're at a workshop and somebody says, uh, we're going around and, and we're doing an exercise on storytelling and somebody says, well, you know, I don't have a personal story. Nothing much happened to me in my childhood. Inevitably, it turns out that this person had something quite, um, not necessarily traumatic, but quite dramatic happen to them. And they're sitting on that story, whether it's because they haven't, they're afraid to shine a light um, on that area of who they are because they haven't dealt with it yet. Or, you know, who knows, we all, we're all complex people. I'm not a therapist, um, but I, I just, you know, I'm just sharing my observations. But typically when people have that sort of attitude about stories, it's quite often because they really don't want to, to go into that level of detail about themselves. And my challenge is that it, 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 in a way it's, you know, as human beings, that's how we interact with each other. We've all heard the, the stats and the, the science about how humans connect and bond so well around each other's stories. And in the same way, you know, if you're wanting to grow your business, what is it that differentiates you from the next person that does what you do? You may both be wonderful practitioners, but it's often the story that is the, the little, that gives you the slight edge or, or gives someone else a slight edge over you when an individual is trying to choose you as the person they work with. And the number of people who've come to me and said to me, oh, uh, well, I noticed something on your website saying that you were once a very uh, timid speaker. And uh, that's the reason that I came to you, because I, I feel that you will understand the situation that I'm in. And so please, you know, if, if you have a story to share with people, my my uh, my words for you today are to please don't hide that. Um, don't be afraid. Don't think it's too boring. Don't think that it's too emotional, because there are ways that you can you know tell that story without by, and diffuse a lot of the emotional content if you want to. Um, you know if if it's something you haven't dealt with yet, then get help to deal with it so that you can use that as one of the tools in your toolbox and one of the features that will attract clients and potential clients to you. Um, and what I want to do is, is really to share, um, well, I guess there's so many different storytelling frameworks and I, I use many different ones with my clients, but a, a very simple framework you can use with your audience 
um, to share a personal story is the now then how framework and as an American speaker called Lisa Nichols calls this the dip um, but effectively the name is very very much self-explanatory you start with where you are now and if we're talking about a speaking opportunity you would typically be introduced or you'd have a paragraph read out about you um, so people would instantly know okay well this this speaker has done so and so you know they they're an entrepreneur they do XYZ so that's the now okay and so the now it's it's fine for them to talk about your awards that you've won or the successes that you've had um, don't be afraid of letting people know your credentials in that now section because then <laughs> afterwards I should say after now you go to then and this is when where, where you share where you were okay this is where you share a low point you know you get these people on YouTube saying oh well here's my mansion but you know six months ago I was sleeping in my car in the Tesco's car park <laughs> um, and now let me share with you my secret source of how I went from Tesco's car park to mansion you know whatever it might be right so most story, people's stories aren't as dramatic as that um, but anyway you, so you, you go from the now the wonderful accolades whoever you are what you do who you help and then you go to then where were you um, and typically that then is a, you know it's quite a big gap between where you are now and where you were back then because the more dramatic that gap between those two uh, periods in your life, um, the, the more interesting and compelling your story will be to the audience. Because, you know, humans being who, who we are, right, we like a good, um, you know, rags to riches, hard luck, um, transformation. We like those kind of stories. And they will stick much more in our heads than some dry facts. So you start with the now, then you go to the then. And in that then period, um, you want to make sure you stay there long enough. You want to really share the struggles that you went through. You want to share, the sun's gone in. You want to share, um, you know, maybe conversations that you had at that time. Uh, you want to share perhaps, you know, one or two characters who were in your life at that time. You want to sh make sure that people really get the richness. They understand fully what it was like for you emotionally um, in that time, in that then period. So they understand the transformation that has had to happen for you to go from that then to where you are now. And typically the transformation is, uh, the, the, the transformation that you've gone through is something you can help your audience with. So for example, if you went from, um, you know, being sort of penniless to being very wealthy, you might want to be sharing your steps. You know, you work with clients to help them go, go from that same then, you know, no money to making plenty of money. Or if you were sort of uh, very unhealthy and now you, you're very fit and, and healthy, you will share, okay, well, this is how I felt. I, you know, I couldn't get out of bed. This is what was going on for me. Now I share, I share with my clients how I made that transformation from very poor health to being you know, a radiant example of human fitness <laughs> or whatever it might be. Um, so, so, so the more dramatic the, 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 the difference between the, the now and the then, the more that clients will most likely think you can help them because you've overcome something, you, you know, you've overcome a, a, a big hurdle in your life and, you know, you've succeeded from there and you can help clients with that same um, issue. 
And so then the final part of this uh, little framework, which is now, then, how, is, so you start here, here's now, and then you go to then, this is where you were, and then you end up with how. So the how is, you know, sort of coming up, if you can imagine like a sort of a little dip or a little valley, the how is how you managed to achieve success, right? So that's the concrete steps. And typically, in, you know, in a public speaking talk, you wouldn't have enough time to go into all your, you know, your secret sauce, all your, you know, amazing tips that you share with people. But you might dive into one of the steps or you might talk about the whole thing at a more superficial level and say, you know, I don't have time for going into real detail on this now. But if you come to me, um, you know, for a private coaching or join my course, whatever, I can help you to, um, you know, really lay out all those steps and, and I can help you to go through those steps yourself and achieve what I've achieved. Um, so I hope that helps. And, uh, you know, I like to typically kind of give a few bullet points when I do my little videos here. And so I, I just want to end by sharing three reasons why, scratch my nose, I want to share three reasons why you should be sharing your personal story. Um, so the first one is, is that you, you're leading by example and clients will come to you because of the example you've set in showing what you've achieved in your life, right? By showing what you've overcome, by showing what you've had to deal with. And even if you, you if you had, you know, and you occasionally get people that say things like, oh, I had a, a wonderful childhood. I've had no, no adversity whatsoever. I don't really know what to talk about. I don't have a story. But it may not be you, maybe one of your family members or maybe a, a, a relative, you know, elderly relative or even, you know, um, people sort of, uh, sort of relatives who aren't alive anymore. Perhaps they had to change, uh, move to a different country. Perhaps they, um, you know, I heard a story from one lady who was uh, one of the Vietnamese boat people and she talked about the struggle of her family. So, so even if you've had the most rosy, beautiful upbringing ever, you, I'm sure you can find a situation somewhere uh, that you can talk about that will inspire and motivate your audience. And um, if you can't, then maybe use a client story. But it's more powerful if it is your own story. Um, so, so that's the first thing. You want to lead by example. And as I said, many people have come to me in the past because of my story, which at the beginning I thought, oh, I, do I really want to share that I got let go from a job because I was too timid? But it, it, it starts to become part of who you are. And it doesn't bog you down because you are now a different person than, than that time. But you're still owning who you were back, in, back in, in the day. And people can see the transformation. And that's really super powerful. So the first one, the first reason why you should be sharing your stories so you can lead by example. Um, and the second one is because it's part of who you are. So if you um, take someone like Tony Robbins, who's like the epitome of the successful public speaker, right? And, and trainer and coach and all the rest of it. And, you know, the number of times I've heard his story, he may not have heard it, but there's a story that, that um, is going around about Tony Robbins um, and how he started his Basket Brigade, which is um, sort of a charitable um, giving program, which happens around Christmas, where um, his groups all around the world put together hampers of food for people who are disadvantaged and they take those hampers around to to various people's houses and um, there, there's the, the story of how that basket brigade first began 
And what happened, see, I'm telling his story now. See, this is how powerful stories are. Um, and, and how that began was he had some hampers he wanted to give out. It was Christmas Eve. He needed access to a van. He couldn't find a van anywhere. Um, so he was worried about how he could deliver, deliver these, these hampers. And eventually somebody stopped for him and it turned out to be some, uh, a driver for the Salvation Army. And so they jumped in the van and delivered all these, these um, food parcels to people in the Bronx in the States. And th from there on, his, um, this program was born and now they, they deliver hampers to, you know, probably hundreds of thousands of people every year. Anyway, that's one of Tony Robbins' stories, and he's got many more about his tough childhood and so on. But the fact that I've heard that story probably 20, 30 times, I've heard it in, I've read it in books from Jack Canfield, I've heard it in, you know, from videos and audios, I've read it in Tony Robbins' books. That story has gone, like, done the rounds, let me tell you. But nevertheless, it's still powerful, and it's a story that's easy to tell. It's a story that demonstrates uh, a lot about Tony Robbins' character, about the fact that he wants to give, about how other people want to give and how this was so infectious that it became a huge program. And so that's how it's, stories are so easy to tell and they're, they're easy to kind of digest, much more so than someone saying, well, we should all give food at Christmas time, right? Well, how powerful is that versus telling, hearing that story? about somebody he refused to give up and this eventually turned into a huge program around the world. Um, so, so that story has become part of Tony Robbins' legacy, right? It's part of what we associate Tony Robbins with. And in the same way, your story of uh, your turnaround will become part of who you are. So when people are talking about, okay, we need to get a speaker in, oh, what about that, that, that coach who um, overcame the illness that she had or what about that entrepreneur who um, t turned a, a flagging business around and is now super successful you know they'll be they'll be thinking of your story the story will kind of jump ahead of you as a person and it has its own power so don't don't deny yourself that advantage of having a really catchy story that will work for you Okay, and the final thing is, people often say things like, well, I've told my story so many times, oh, I'm bored with it, I need to tell something else now, I need to come up with some fresh content. Fresh content is fine, but instead of dropping your story, what about trying to tell it better? What about adding more nuance? What about adding more conversation? What about adding more humor? What about adding more pathos? What about adding more energy shifts? So that that story, goes from something that you can tell in two or three minutes and is kind of quite flat to something that perhaps could occupy 20 minutes and is like a, got, has got people on the edge of their seats, right? Uh, so so don't, don't discount the power of, of your story. I've, I've had clients come to me and said, oh, well, you know, I've overcome this now. Why should I keep telling that story? I'm bored. Yeah, but your audience won't be bored. It was a great story when it happened and it will be a great story 20 years from now. Wherever you are, doesn't matter that story still exists it's its own entity and it deserves to be aired and to be told so uh, that's it from me anyway this turned into a bit of a longer video than um, I thought it would be but I hope this is useful to you and I hope that if you're one of these people who's on the brink of telling your story or you know you've, you've had to think about what you can share with people and you're 
erring on the side of, well, they don't want to hear that, or, oh, that's a bit boring, or, oh, you know, I, I, I don't think I need to go there. If you're, if that's where you are at the moment, I want you to think about all the reasons I've just shared with you as to why it's so important to be telling your story. And I want you to use that framework, now, then, and how, and try and fit your story to that framework. If you already have uh, done that, then maybe look up the hero's journey framework and try and fit your story to that framework instead and make it a little bit more complex and a little bit more, you know, more ups and downs, more Hollywood. But do not discount how important your stories are for you to build your business, for you to get new clients, for your, for your name to fly in front of you because your story is so gripping that people hire you because of that. Because as coaches, as therapists, as entrepreneurs, we are about helping people. We're about bringing about transformation. We're about helping people, um, you know, whether it's save time, save money, be better, be better individuals. And your story is part of that. It's one of the tools that will help. And we discount it so easily, but don't discount it. So that's it from me, Shola. And if you are interested in getting a 15 minute consultation with me to see if you'd like to work with me, uh, whether that's a, in a VIP day or to perhaps join my group coaching program, then please go ahead, look at my contact me page. If you're looking at this on YouTube, go to sholakay.com, uh, jump on, get in touch, or download my 27 uh, way, places to find speaking opportunities, or grab one of my other freebies, which are on my fab freebies page on my website. Have a wonderful day and tell your story. If you want more resources to help you ace your public speaking, then head on over to sholakay.com. You can sign up for helpful weekly tips, download a freebie, or learn about online and in-person live events. See you soon and keep on speaking up.